This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Okay, guys, so I have something I want to talk to you about. Okay. Because I don't know what my feelings are okay. on this subject. I don't know how to feel. Your face. <laughs> okay. So the Coachella lineup was just announced. Yes, oh. yes. We have Childish well, Gambino yes, amazing. on Friday. Mm-hmm. We have Ariana Grande mm-hmm. on Saturday, and we have Tame Impala on Ooh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm who that is. Tame Impala is amazing. They're so good. So good. I love Kevin Parker. He's incredible. Download the album Currents, which is a couple years old now, but is still very, very good. Well, I would go on Sunday. Through this. Should I go Friday? <laughs> I'd oh, go yeah. Friday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know. You know how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> you, yes. you hate him. Um, <laughs> I loathe him. Just yeah. kidding. Please call me. Um, <laughs> But no, through this, I discovered that Idris Elba is a, a DJ. DJ. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know how to feel about this. Mm. I keep going back and forth because by default, actor who is a DJ, I want to roll my eyes so fucking if hard. he is fucking What if he incredible. slams? Yeah. What if he plays your favorite music, House? Oh, oh I actually do like. No, I, I would be there for it. I'd be like, close to it. Only if, if I was dancing. Idris if I was dancing, Elba would be fine. But was like doing mashup of like '70s soul Ooh. with some like dubstep. I'd Dude, be like, I, I could can't get into it. Even like, I could handle if he's, into if he's it. girl talk hotness. <sighs> I mean, okay, all right. Let's talk about that because our New Year's Eve party, <laughs> the, that DJ was no girl talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but the second room did have Much all better. of my high school hits, I so I was, was very so, interested in like, it. Yes. Very happy. I was living my best we were life. Giving Anthony, serious side eye. We're like Anthony, you don't know this. Yeah, don't pretend like you know three hundred three. You don't, don't know but that. that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't decide because I was like, generally, when I hear that a celebrity or actor yeah. is a DJ, I'm just like, okay, go fuck yourself. Like all I can so see. hard. Is Lindsay Lohan in a meek note? Get out of here. Yeah, I'm not okay with it at all. But then I'm like, but it's Idris Elba. Like, he inherently makes everything look cool. One. And then two, it turns out that he was a DJ before he was an actor. Like, he started in music at 14. And so I'm like, okay. I'm going to need to deep dive. I want 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 video. I'm sure we can find it on YouTube. Oh, my God. Little, like... Little baby Idris playing music. Oh baby. Aw. <laughs> Prash. So Prash. Totally. No, I'm going to deep dive that. I'm going to see if he's any good. Yeah. I'll, so I'll I'm, I'm willing. That. I'm willing to be like, okay with it. But when I heard it, I was just like, mm. I can't reconcile yeah. that in my head, though. It's hard. Like right now. That's, well, he's going to play hard. a DJ on a Netflix movie. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's why they're doing it at Coachella. For promotion, maybe? No, I wonder if they're doing it so that they can film at Coachella for the show. Like fucking Star is Born style. Yeah, Star is Born. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to be on a show called Turn It, or a movie, I don't know, something on Netflix called Turn Up Charlie. Turn Up Charlie. Okay. Where he plays, there's a picture of him DJing here. Cool. So, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Yeah, withhold we'll we'll judgment. We'll see. About My that. mind is open. I don't know. My mind is open to it. We'll see. 
my mind right now is just still fucking processing my very first date of 2019 mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. all the ways that I may have screwed it up. So (laughs) you probably didn't. Probably not. That's your anxiety talking. First of all, anxiety is a liar. I have major anxiety only because, drum roll, I fucking went on a date with a guy that I like. Oh no! Not (laughs) a first. And I mean, I like liked him right off the bat. Wow. Uh, So like instant chemistry. Instant chemistry. I have not felt that. I don't think that one side feels that. You know what I mean? I like when there's so chemistry either. like that, I feel like, well, I mean, unless you're maybe a little loose. Well, mm-hmm. let's go like, through the know, facts. <laughs> cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I, I will want not. I will want feedback. Okay. This is about Alan Tudyk. Not the real Alan Tudyk, but we've talked about Alias him on the, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> on the podcast before. I have a question. Sorry to interrupt sure. you. Does he know he looks like Alan Tudyk? Did he mention that at all? <laughs> no. Because he, he looks didn't. a lot like Alan Tudyk. I mean, he looks balls on like yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, he didn't mention it on the Interesting. date. So, okay. He didn't mention it. So, like, I don't know if you noticed I know this. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I looked that much like a celebrity, that I'd have to you go a in. a t-shirt with them on it. I'd be like, like, no, I'm not. But I know I look like them. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I would, And they'd be like, who? who? <laughs> I would first up come out the gate like that. Exactly. No. So, like, because he lives, like, kind of farther away, but I'm there, like, once a week for band practice. Um, we ended up meeting after band practice this week. And he uh, said he was going to be there at a certain time. And he was. Oh, my God. He beat me there. Oh, wow. Okay, check one. Number one. Check one. We got good. Okay. Number two, instant chemistry. I like him immediately. We're we're talking and we're really vibing on stuff. And I I mean, I'm just like smitten kitten. I can barely like hold eye contact with him because I'm just so like – but. You know, there's the the subtle like arm touches and stuff, and we're sitting side by side at this really cute wine bar, oh, cute. and I'm like, oh, this is so great. So we get through one glass of wine, and he's like, he gets another. So I'm like, yep, he was feeling it because it was easy he for him to out. not. He could yeah. have been like, oh, I've got an early morning exactly go. because yep. we didn't meet up until like nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. So if he wasn't feeling it, he could have shut it, shut yeah, it down right away, right then. So we end up staying there until like 11.30. And then he walks me to my car. Oh, nice. Which he should because yes. it was kind of sketchy. Yeah, you're in like downtown probably? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he gets in the passenger side. Uh, okay. And when we, he grabs my face <laughs> and kisses me. And I mean, my heart just like. So he's feeling it. He had to have been. I'm sorry, Christina. When you said that he got in your passenger, I was like, you had to have liked this guy because my first instinct is like murder, murder, murder. If you get into my car without me prompting you, like, please don't get in my car. Um, no, it was no, like you- totally like I'm I'm prompted. No, he was feeling it then. To- he was absolutely feeling it then. He had no reason to do that. And here's how I probably messed it up. <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> So that was Wednesday night. He asked me to text him when I got home, which I did. I said I was home safe. And he was like, that was fast. Because it is fast when there's no traffic. Yeah, no traffic. yeah That's late at LA. night. It's either, you know, in an hour and a half there and like 15 minutes back. Exactly. Right. So always, that's <laughs> right. always into downtown. In, like into going into downtown is a nightmare. Yeah. Leaving downtown is always I was like, oh, a piece of cake. This is super easy. And then didn't hear from him yesterday. And I was like, uh-huh, okay. 
no, this is fine. But I was like, I really like this guy. I really like this guy. And I'm like, don't text him. Don't be the first one. Don't Don't do it. Don't do do it. Don't do it. (laughs) But so then I I did it today. And I, I, I'm, listeners, let me know if I did the wrong thing. But here's, I'm going to lay it out. This is who I am. I'm like an honest, forthright, upfront kind of person. That's just who I am. I understand that the game is, you know, yeah. guys like the chase and all that, and you don't want to be too available or whatever. But I've not, I, I've never played the game. I don't know how to play the I, game. I honestly you know don't think the game works. Like I don't. It's not think a real it thing. Really works practically. We always talk yeah. about that. Like it's set in stone rules and you do it because it works. And I'm like, I don't think that that's the case. Most people that I know who have had lasting relationships didn't do that. They didn't wait like three days to call or text. Like if you like someone, you want to hear from them. Yeah. And not only that, I'm like, if I want to have a relationship with somebody, knowing the type of person I am, I'm very communicative my number one love language with a bullet is words. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I'm always going to be upfront about my, my feelings and, and where I'm coming from. And I, yeah. And I feel like faking it and then coming in with your personality later is what leads guys to be like, yeah. she's crazy. Exactly. She got all clingy with me. And it's like, no, she was trying to play this like cool game. game. That's not who she right. is. Right. And, then when she showed you who she was, you were like, oh, shit. You yeah. know, where I'm just like, you you should just be who you are. And like, if they can't fucking handle it or they don't want to talk to you, then then you fucking know. And like, Correct. thank you yeah. next. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because I just, I so, said, what did you say? I okay. said today, I said, hey, oh, I, I think I thought I was being fucking <clears throat> cute. So you were being cute. I saw it. I forget exactly how I worded it, but I thought about it entirely too long for sure i said hey so i know i'm supposed to play cool and all that but i've never been cool laughy face right so i'll be upfront and say that i liked hanging out with you and i'd like to do it again sometime i think it's there's a yeah i think it's great i think it's great yeah i think so too i don't honestly here's the thing if that really scared him off uh, thank you next yeah exactly. you're fucking Bye. way too sensitive <laughs> like, if that like scares you away yeah then that's not somebody that i know that you really like him but like yeah. if that scares him yeah that's not someone who's going to be able to handle even a modicum of well, actual I just, mature I like really just don't want to play that game where it's like yeah. i don't like not knowing where i stand and yes. i so i'll return the favor like hey just so you know, I liked that. That was fun. It wasn't like, let's fucking go out and let's date like immediately because right. I still want to get our children. That's that's <laughs> the thing. Here's where I stand right now. After dating him, I'm like, I had fun and I'm excited to hang out with him again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where that's I all feel. It is, that's it's all just it like, is. That doesn't and mean it we're going to get married. is yeah. the very first date I've had where I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like a year after dating people on Tinder, I'm like... This is the first date I went on where I was like, I had a genuinely good time and I like this guy and I would love to go out on another date with him. And so I think you I didn't know what ex- to do. No, I listen, your anxiety is going to go no matter what. Like yeah. it's going to go no matter what. Right. But just and know that like definitely going with no response to it. I and think I you've like, done. I yeah. think you did exactly the right thing. I do too. You know, and like if he if he doesn't respond, I think that's kind of a dick move. 
Because bare minimum, even if he didn't feel the same way, he could respond and tell you that. Yeah. And then you know that he's like chicken shit if he yeah. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is that like everyone today, you know, we were going back and forth on our girl group chat and I was like, well, that's the answer. Everyone's like, no, he's busy. But I'm like, I'm also like, it does. Our friend Amy said somewhere between 730 and 830. So we still have about 45 minutes okay. to an hour. Yeah. So. so we'll we'll see. But I'm just like, dude, like if someone sends you a text and they're putting themselves out on the line like that. I don't know, though. Here's the other thing. He could have been nervous because sometimes I get text messages like that where I'm like, I know I need to be careful with my response. So I'll like write, erase, write, erase, and then be like, I'll do this later. Yeah. (laughs) And then like, that's kind of what's in my head, too. And I mean, not to like, you know. I love this. First of all, I love the the fact that we are like on the podcast at a point where I'm like, this is a first where I'm like analyzing having a really good date with somebody and like actually legitimately butterflies in my stomach nervous to see like that's not trying to explain away anything like if he you know he will figure out what it is at some point and i but it is this anxiety in the in between where you're like what's happening yeah where do i stand did i fuck all this up did i and honestly i agree with keegan i think you know he is a very busy person you've told us his what his job is and he is clearly a busy guy the thing of it is, is that he absolutely could have looked at that and been like, you know what? Uh, this is going to require like a real thoughtful It, it response. needs my full attention. Right. Sometimes that'll happen to me when I'm yeah. like in the... Sometimes I can multitask and I can do a lot of stuff. Right. But if I'm in the middle of something at work and I get something that I'm like, okay, I need to actually like like sit down and formulate a response to this, I'll set it aside, like finish everything I'm doing and then like come back to it so I can think about my answer, Yeah, you know? And who's to say that that's really what's happening here, but it's a possibility. It is. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. There are like two things. Number one, like I'm laughing about all of this because there's a Dorothy Parker poem, poem or story called the telephone. And it's like, uh, it, I think is written in like the thirties or forties where it's a woman just sitting by the telephone, like stream of consciousness, like willing it oh, to, yeah. and it's, it's really like crazy. And uh, I'm times like have not getting, changed. It's, it's <laughs> not worse at now. At worse. Exactly. You're like, watch pot won't boil. Exactly. It's actually worse now because yeah. it's like, yeah. you got that phone on you. And you got to watch those dots. You're looking for the dots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And you've got that phone on you. Like, it's not like you got to go find a pay phone to call me back, get right? a quarter. And what like, is worse than a dot and stop? Oh, oh, nothing. Yeah, not much. <laughs> no. Not much. <laughs> no. And thank being the- left on red. Oh, being yeah. Left on red. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> when you know they've read it and they're and just it- like, never mind. Two <laughs> percent <laughs> like, battery life. <laughs> Dots stop. Red. Oh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> oh god. They're like my yeah. phone died. I swear. You're like, oh. Uh, no, I'm talking about your phones at two percent battery. Yeah, oh, you're if like, your phone died two percent. <laughs> So, guys, we don't have a fuck, Mary kill. Like, we didn't oh. select one. So, yeah, we didn't play. Should we? I think play we that should game. do Batman's. 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 All right. I think that's a fun one, or or something. Because I'm a geek too. So, okay. of course, we keep doing ones that are super me sports. <laughs> geek yeah, stuff. God damn it, Cassie! Way well, to I'm hog the, all the I'm fuck, the Mary kill. No, but here's podcast. the thing: if we did mine, it would be like 
famous writers from the Lost Generation, <laughs> like uh. Hemingway, Fitzgerald, or James Joyce, and people would be like, "Oh God, I well, I mean, any of them? I'm <laughs> fucking kill. I know Hemingway. Of I mean, I don't know about them enough. God, yeah, Ugh. I'm lost already. That's a terrible. one. <laughs> it is. It's a tough one. It I mean, is. we do have. I think we should save Marvel though, because the Marvel movie will be coming out soon, or the Avengers movie will be coming out soon. Right. I do think so, Batman would be fun. Well, they just did Aquaman too. We could do DC. Ugh, DC's the worst. The DC's worst. pretty bad. But I did just watch um last night I watched The Dark Batman's Knight great. with I Anthony. Batman the Dark Knight was really good. Oh, oh Dark Knight was Dark a Knight. phenomenal movie, but that literally is the exception. Yeah, the Dark Knight trilogy and oh, is so the best. Good. And then like Wonder Woman was okay, and Wonder then Woman everything else is is terrible. I've heard so many great things about Aquaman. I just oh god, not it looks interesting. It looks like a all. a disaster. Like uh, it looks so bad. I don't want to watch it, it yeah. at all. I have I've no heard desire. Amazing reviews. I've heard people who were like, "You absolutely have to see it. It's be- it's amazing." I, I also I'm not like, going. To I haven't seen the last two like Avengers. So I'm oh, like, well, I'm literally like, you lost me on that one. I am a yeah. super Avengers fan. I love anything Marvel. I'm really. behind. I love Marvel, but I'm behind on all of them. Like Julie, yeah. I'm behind on all of them. Um, but I mean, we could do some variation of that, or we could do something broader. If you we want to do, like, we all like X Men. I was gonna say X Men. Like, why don't we do Marvel. an X Men? Oh my god, I'm Fuck so Mary excited Kill. for Phoenix. Dark Phoenix coming out this yeah. year. That's my my nerd. Here I think we, we should do Gambit. Cyclops and uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. I, I got mine. Okay. I you got mine. go first? Sure. All right. Um, I am going to fuck Wolverine. Hell yeah. Because I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, do we need to even right. go into why? Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty clear. Um, I'm Professor I'm the Jean X. Grey of this situation because I am going yeah. to marry, marry Cyclops, Cyclops and kill Gambit. Mm. Well, Gambit's a wild card. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry I'm gonna marry Gambit. Gambit will make I you laugh. Like Gambit. Gambit will make you laugh. Actually, that's a really good point. I know. Yeah, fucking Scott is I such know. a stick in the mud. He's so he is white bread. So you know what's boring. getting you know what's getting me on He's like a Cyclops? wet bread sandwich. You know what's yeah, getting me on Cyclops is James Marsden. I do like I have James to Marsden. not think of like yeah. James Marsden. I have to think of the character. James Marsden is so hot. James Marsden's smoking hot. He's yeah. he, well, okay. He's not smoking hot. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful. <laughs> Can we talk about the hottest in this X Men though? Is fucking Fastbender. Ooh, ooh, as Magneto. Oh my yeah. God. I want 11 yeah. of his babies. Right now. I want 142 <laughs> of his grandbabies. I want <laughs> 142. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very specific <laughs> at the law. Your kids had a million kids. <laughs> love Fastbender so yeah, he's, much. Yes. He's hot. He is hot. But okay, so we're going characters though. Yeah. Like, not the actors. We're okay. going the X Men characters, yes, right? Yes. Okay. In that case, I'm I'm with you. I, I will kill Cyclops and Mary Gambit because yeah. Gambit will keep you laughing. Yeah. yeah. He's funny. Yeah. And Cyclops, you I don't want to be definitely, definitely do not want to let Wolverine finger bang you though. <laughs> That was so loud and so in the mic. I'm so sorry. Ow, in every way. Ow. Oh, I'm like squirming so loud. No. That is legitimately an instant hysterectomy. Oh, my oh, God. Come on, Christina. <laughs> but come on. Like, I mean, he can control it, though, right? Yes. Like, 
I don't want to get him too excited. Though. I don't. I definitely don't want to wanna find about. out if there's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> You're ruining you know what I mean? everything. <laughs> he he gets a boner and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, she no. Uh, oh no. my god! Yes. No. Oh, that's no. 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 Okay, but I'm sticking <laughs> no. with it. I'm gonna I'm stick Wolverine. I'm sticking with it too. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna gamble with that. Well, here's but... the thing: because you can't marry Wolverine. No, because he's never gonna get fucking old. What are you going to be like a 90 year old grandma with this like hot? hot. I mean, you can't. Not mad at it. You can't fucking marry him. My head didn't go there, but you're so right. (laughs) Right? You're so right. So you got to. Yeah. So it's fuck. You got to fuck Wolverine. I always rooted for Wolverine with with Jean Grey, though. Me too. I was like, I wish they would have ended up together. Anybody else is going to live forever. It's probably her. Or or um, Rogue, who could totally just (gasps) heal herself back up together. I I went back and forth between who my favorite was. It was Jean Grey. 99% 99% of the time, but there were a few times where I was like, God, Rogue is the shit. I'm going to say Rogue it. is the shit. Unfucking popular opinion, but this is coming from a 90s hit kid who grew up with the X-Men. You like cartoon. Jubilee. Yeah. You Jubilee. like Jubilee. I know you like Jubilee. That's I so do, and I don't give a I was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. I, I love Jubilee. I liked Rogue. Fuck you and your firecrackers. My favorite holiday is 4th of July. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I don't give a shit. That's awesome. I, I liked Rogue. I almost, I like Rogue I almost died um, white stripes in the front of my hair because mm. I was emo AF in high school and like I wanted to do that just like yes. white mm-hmm. silver stripes in the front. Yeah. But I mean, for obvious reasons, I had to be Team Storm. I was always yes. Team Storm yeah. because like here's, I was always Team dude, Token ethnic person in whatever group. Way cool, cool though in the AF. cartoon. Yeah, she was. Super I was always cool. Token girl and whatever thing too. Not Token like specifically like racially motivated but i think how exciting though for somebody growing up when you're young to actually have a fucking female icon that you could look at and be like wow that represents me and i had that's the thing i loved about the x-men is that it was they were the freaks and geeks yeah the the outsiders and they did represent everyone and i'm not to say that you're a freak (laughs) thanks a lot first of all like that that uh, did not come out number one how dare you um (laughs) i maybe cut that yeah i did not no it did not yeah it did not come out um yeah i had storm and scary spice yeah, that's yeah. what I had growing up. <laughs> Scary spice. Those were my <laughs> those were my options. <laughs> but are we in agreement then? Is it well? Okay, so yeah, I I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Gambit too because you're right. He's gonna keep you full of laughs. He's and uh, plus you know, you know if he gets bored, you know you always have card games. And you know, I think that you right. have to look somebody in the eye to really trust them, and you can't look Cyclops in the eye. So. Yeah, you, you are yeah. fucking right about that. Can't trust them. I'm just yeah. like, I need to look in your eyes to know if you fuck. You're fucking lying to me right mm-hmm. now, and yeah. you can't look him in the eye. Yeah, no, no. He'll kill you. Shady, kill him yeah. first. Get him first. That's right. <laughs> I'm cheating on all of them with Michael Fassbender. And so, what? I guess what ex girl would you be then? Oh, God, I really want to be rogue. Pick? I think yeah. I, I'd want to be Jean Grey. I know for it. sure. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So Halloween. Oh, oh yes, please. Oh my god. I've been saying I'm going to be Storm for like five years Let's straight. Do so we should do it. Oh sure. my god. Plan it yeah. this year. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Deal. Sweet. Oh, well, it's hold January. us to it. <laughs> hold us to it, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we want to see this. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh man. All right. Well, you guys, you want to take five, and then we'll come back with stories. Yeah. Sounds good. Sweet. 
And we're back. And we realized that we did not introduce ourselves. So if you made it this far in through the ad break, congratulations. This is my worst date. Surprise, surprise. I'm Keegan. I'm Cassie. And I'm Christina. Hi. Hi. And we are ready for stories. Yes. All right. So I'll go first. This we got um, on our Facebook. It says, oh, my God, where do I begin? (laughs) I was living with my boyfriend of, let's say I dated him way too long. (laughs) I'm 5'7". He was 5'2". She said, I know, haha, it always bugged me, but I tried to look past it. Flag number one. I actually moved out of my rental house to move in with him and his family, flag number two. We we took a trip to Texas to visit his other family, and it was me, my boyfriend, his cousin, his sister, and his little brother. We were supposed to split gas and driving. I ended up driving 20 of the 24 hours to get us there. Oh, God. And paid the majority of the gas, flags numbers three and four. God. We get to his Dreadful. aunt's house and have to sh- and have to share a room with his sister and cousin who slept in the bed while we were on the floor. I had fallen. Oh, I know all of this oh is so. God. I want to know how old she is because, dude, like, I'm telling you though, I def have a similar story to that. It's 19 year old Christina. Yeah, I was so gonna say it's my, definitely that's when you're like 19. 19 that's, yes, that's the shit you let just slide just right happen. off your back. Yes, yeah, exactly. So uh, she says, I had fallen asleep only to be woken up by something wet. (gasps) While Uh, I was asleep, he jacked off (gasps) and got it all (sighs) over me in all caps. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anthony's going to lose his fucking shit. I read this and I was just like, Anthony loves jacking <laughs> let, off on people's stories. Let, let me, oh. let me, not, let me just bust it real, real quick. quick. Oh. He didn't, he didn't even ask. No, he didn't. He just the, did it he just on did her. It in the middle of the on night. Her just, in the middle of the night. Oh, oh. With your sister and your cousin in the bed sleeping. That's just above you. fucking weird. I, disgusting. And gross. Yeah. And yes. so much is wrong with that. Agreed. Ugh. So she says in all caps, what the fuck? Yep. Keep in mind, his sister and cousin were in the room yeah. too. Gross. Not, not okay. No. That's so fucking weird. No. It took him forever to admit it to me because he wouldn't talk about it, which like, who <gasps> the fuck are, do you think you're like getting one over on? Is there oh, something sticky no. and viscous oh, falling no. from the ceiling? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Thank you for that SAT yes. hot word. Yes. That's amazing. Because it was fucking viscous. That shit doesn't come out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my um, God. <laughs> why the hell wouldn't he have woken me up if he was horny? So fucking weird. But so also, would it have been weirder for them to fuck way in the weirder. same room? Well, all of this is weird. All of it's weird. All of it's weird. But also, but you like, also sneak off and go yes, someplace. Yes, that's true. Right. If you wake me up when you're horny, we're not fucking on the floor next to your sister and your cousin. But we could go to the yeah. bathroom or something if everyone's asleep yeah. go somewhere else yeah. go to the car do yes. something else yeah backyard um just kidding yeah, I you're did ni- that you're once backyard you're i did it in a park one porch time. jerker oh yeah you've done it porch some interesting jerker. places we've I had have, this conversation i have done it interesting places i think i still have a scar like on my back too wasn't like, that your first time you, you said yeah on a con- concrete like one of those picnic tables you know that are all concrete Ow! Your back, your back rubs against that oh, after ugh. like a few minutes. Oh, you got a just... concrete burn. Yeah, yeah. No, listen. If a if a dude wants to do it in that situation, mm-hmm. 
then I get to be on top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you can get but the see, concrete burn. He he got him on his knees. Oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, right. tomato, tomato. It wasn't mm-hmm. me taking all of it. All for of the it team. seems bad. Yeah, just all don't of it do, does it seem bad. Don't just do it there. Don't do it there. Do it differently. Do it differently. <laughs> Find a new place. Find a different. <gasps> so she says, flag number five. The next day we go to the beach and he proposes to me. Uh, flag number uh, six. Oh, uh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. He's like this oh. chick lets me nut on her back. Yeah, oh, amazing. Oh, oh no. At what? Yeah. Wait, what? If you no. wake, if it wakes you up that Ugh. there's something wet on you, that means he got skin. Skin to like skin contact. Oh my god. That's so gross. Ugh. Okay. And um, then I got in my car and drove all the way home all by myself. At the <laughs> end of this story. And she says, "I had to say yes because his mom's van Ugh. his mom's van was my only ride home." <laughs> She's on a road trip with his entire family in another state. (gasps) And the only ride home is his mom's van. You know how we were talking about anxiety earlier? That's through the fucking roof right now. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. Um, So she says, once we got back from Texas, I started looking for a place to live. It took a couple months, but I moved out and the next day met my now husband. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a quick turnaround. Oh, that, that is, is a quick turnaround. That is but of course, she's, she was out she of was that for ready. a while. Yeah. She was out of that for a while. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, Mentally yeah. out of that for a while. But like how awkward, like you had to say yes to a proposal in front of his whole family and then like a week later like, when his family's like, how is so-and-so? He's like, uh. She moved out. She moved uh, out. <laughs> as soon as we got back. Yes. yes. Oh I, my God. That was fantastic. Oh, oh Oh, I'm like cringing. Can you I can't propose get over. to someone the night after you nut on their back? No. Naz, I don't think so. I think there's a well, law. I mean, not very I think there's a law was, in Texas about that. If it was unconsensual nutting on the back, if it I wasn't know. like a, a thing Ugh. you were doing. Yeah. No, I think yeah. there's laws in Texas about <laughs> no. that. Yeah. Oh, my They're God. really strict there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're in that like footloose town. They're like, yeah. no dancing. No dancing. No, no nutting, nutting on, the on the back. No proposing after nutting on back <laughs> without consent. There you go. <laughs> All right, so mine comes to us from an email, um, and she says if the if we tell the story, it's use a fake name like Laura or something. Like so, Laura. Okay. Well, great. So, thanks, right, Laura. Hi, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Um, and she says, before I start, I just want to say that I love your podcast, and you guys make my day, and I hope you all have a great 2019. Oh, thank you. You thank too. You. Well, fingers crossed. See, it's our year. <laughs> it is. It's our year. Um, okay, so... I was 13 and there was this girl I'd had a huge crush on to the point I was convinced I was in love with her. Aww. I know, 13. but I wasn't. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. She asked me if I wanted to go on a date with her and I said, yes, of course. I thought I was so cool because I was only 13 and had been asked out on a date by someone. I spent like an hour picking out the perfect emo outfit. Oh my God, it's you, mm. Keegan. Oh my oh God. God. I'm Laura. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Use Laura. It's not <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> I spent like an hour picking out my perfect emo outfit because I was going through my embarrassing, edgy, quote, I'm different phase. Mm-hmm. So it was- A lot of hot topic. Yeah. A lot of unnecessary <laughs> eyeliner. I understand. I was dressed in all black except for a gray jumper. I even tried and failed to apply heavy black coal eyeliner. <laughs> so you know I'm look like a panda oh so cute in her defense i'm sure that that was also it, it, during emo times even for like popular people even the good look was panda. i know it was like heavy yeah i'm getting black smoke major yeah, was, like yeah. avril lavigne yeah. yeah it was all panda Express. see back when i was 13 
do you remember the trend of the black eyeliner oh, on your lips? Brown eyeliner. Oh, was, Chola we did, style. Like, yes, we did that brown was, eyeliner mm-hmm. on our lips. Yeah. Big. But just the outside. Yep. Because the inside was a nice pink gloss. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I still do that sometimes. I think that's great. <laughs> I love it. You're like, it adds definition. Yeah, it adds on. definition. Come on. Your lips look bigger. It's great. Hi. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no, it just looked like an outline coming towards you. <laughs> it, it looked like a neon sign around your lips. It was, Especially the black one. Oh, Oh my oh, gosh. Okay, black is good. a step too far. That's that is a step. Did you ever draw on like a, a beauty mark? Beauty oh, mark. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, did God. you like when I was in junior high, we used to draw teardrops under our eyes like crybaby? Okay. Oh, no. Dear. Did yeah. not do that, but kudos. We're like, okay, to you. you've lost us. You've lost <laughs> us now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely fake. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't either. Oh, that's my so God, weird. That's so weird. But did you ever like cut crosses into your skin with like a uh, safety pin? No, I did. Just yes. kidding. Definitely not that either. I did that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. No, I did with it. Yeah. yeah, but like not nothing hardcore. But yeah. just like look at how hardcore uh, I am. But yeah. like we, it's barely more than a paper cut. It's like nothing. Oh yeah, we would get like blood. Oh yeah, my you, gosh. Yeah, you yeah. Just, scratch, yeah. scratch, scratch, scratch that in. Break the, the most surface. like thing like that that we did we used to play the pass out game oh god oh, yeah somebody like fucking cut his head open dude will i remember this and our uh, um <laughs> i never played that freshman I'm just or, like, why? or something he dude. totally passed out hit his head on the chalkboard our fucking math class i remember it was algebra yeah we had to we had to have a school assembly about it <laughs> Because we used to play it like all the time on recess. Just I like know. Shout out to Kylie, time. who I know is listening because she said, went to school with me. Kylie, yeah. you know the story when Will passed out. And oh, my God. I really want to know. I really want to know what the teacher's lounge was like oh whenever they had to have yes. that fucking assembly. Well, you know, those teachers were like, these kids are dumb as shit. I know. Those fucking dumb as shit, kids. I know. <laughs> they have this dumb assembly. <laughs> well, it's like the Tide, Tide Pod Challenge. You know well, what I that's mean? Why, it's like kids, that's yeah, why I don't want to hear people shit. talking about people doing dumb shit like Tide Pod challenges because exactly no, cause right. No, you know exactly. you did some dumb shit too. Yeah. That's all the thing. I will shit. always defend Generation Z because I'm just yeah. like, y'all did dumb shit too. Yeah. 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 Get yeah. out of here. Exactly. I know grownups who are doing the fucking bird box challenge right now. Get okay. the fuck out. Bird what? box challenge. It's just basically being blindfold trying to do shit and like yeah. someone and like people, recording. people are like, yeah, people are getting hurt. Netflix had to like announce like, don't do this. Please don't do this, you idiots. Anyway, I'm so sorry, right, Laura. So, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, so back back to the story. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so black coal liner, panda. Okay. She said she would pick me up from my house at half past four, and we would go to a, quote, romantic walk around the park. And in my little 13-year-old mind, this was the best thing ever. And I was envisioning our future wedding. Oh. So I'm... <gasps> I'm ready and I'm I say goodbye to my parents that I'll be back for dinner and I walk outside and I wait for my date I wait (gasps) oh no I wait oh my heart and I wait I guess for about 20 minutes I could no longer ignore this horrible feeling in my gut that was telling me that she wasn't coming but I didn't want to believe she would do this to me. I decided to sit down on my steps leading up to my front door and I checked my Blackberry phone for the t- for the time oh, and it God. says she's 35 minutes late. 
I text her asking where she is. And 10 minutes later, she still hasn't replied. At this point, I can no longer hold it in anymore. And I burst into horrible, ugly tears. And oh I God, cry my your heart eyeliner, out. honey. I know. I cry my heart out on the steps. It's raining now. And I don't even have an umbrella or a hood because I wore my hoodless jacket thinking it made me look cooler. And my panda eyes are even worse than before. I know I should go back inside, but I am so mortified and ashamed that I've been stood up. I just can't stand the thought of telling my family what happened. I sit out there for an hour and a half crying. And as a 13 year old, as a 13 year old, I was convinced my life was over. Oh my God, sweet baby. (sighs) I just want to hug her. Fast forward and I'm 18 now and I find out that she was arrested for beating her girlfriend in the middle of the street. And she was also caught setting fire to things around her neighborhood and even assaulted a teenage girl. Oh, honey, you dodged a bullet. Yeah, she was also apparently diagnosed as a narcissistic psychopath (gasps) and apparently is facing jail now. I can't say I'm shocked as I actually ended up having my first kiss with this girl when I was like 14 and I knew her until I was about 16 and she was so aggressive and horrible throughout high school and very abusive. But yeah, it's very grim knowing I almost went on a date with this person and I had a first, my first kiss with a ni- narcissistic psychopath. Oh wow. my God. This is like so turned into a dateline episode. Levels. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. You get stood up, but sometimes it's for the best. No, someone was looking out. That was good looking out on the universe's part. Yeah. uh, No. We know what's best for you, honey. Yeah. It hurts now, but believe me, this. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to go walking in the park with that girl. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. No, no shit. Going to have a Slender Man situation. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Fucking Slender Man. Oh, my God. Wow. That's fucking incredible. All right, let me pull up. I got this story from, well, I don't know if it's okay to say her name, but she emailed in and she says, it's a short one, but I think it's really funny. All right, cool. All right, we'll lay into it. I had an experience a lot like one of yours from the shame receipt episode. (laughs) And that's episode four. If you want to go back, blast from the past, uh, that's... Back before our sound was as crisp and clean as it is right now. Yeah, but it's still mm. it's still a good sounding oh, no, episode. It's, it's, it's definitely, definitely worth yeah, going yeah. back to. Yeah, definitely worth going back. One of my to. favorites. Yeah, I like Me it too. too. <laughs> that fucking story. I can't believe I shared it. But anyways, she says I was fourteen years old in ninth grade, passing notes back to my best friend <sighs> about how I lost my virginity <gasps> the weekend before. Oh, you don't oh. pass notes about that. No, 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 you no. Do no, not no. pass notes in no. school about that. My anxiety is already oh, no. through the roof because oh. it makes me think of fucking My stomach hurts dude when i i told you guys when i was 12 and colleen got finger banged behind the library i mean <laughs> it was like it was like worldwide news i it mean was the and, biggest and fucking like thing 14, ever like that's still oh, young yeah. enough that people are like soup scandalized by right. that oh, yeah. right. information right yeah no can't pass Oof. notes about that yeah well, I, yeah, it's so she says, I must have dropped the note by my locker at mm. one of the meaner girls in my grade. We're friends now, which she put in parentheses. I'm like, oh. I got to know she gives her shit about this. <laughs> one of the meaner girls in my grade picked it up. She then passed it to <gasps> everyone in oh. my grade. How are you friends now? That person is on my like no go list forever. Oh, oh dude, I'm f- 
I'm not friends friends, but I'm Facebook friends with the chick that fucking grabbed my diary. Facebook nah. friends is different, but yeah. like friends friends, like in real, because Facebook friends, it's like, know thy enemy, keep an eye on that bitch. Yeah. But like, <laughs> know thy enemy. But yeah, like, I'm like, she looks like biblical. shit <laughs> now too. She I mean, sometimes that is like yeah. sweet revenge. Can we, sorry, this is off, but I need to bring it up because I just had a, an instance earlier today that could have been a shame receipt, but wasn't quite. But Facebook, doing this thing now where they have stories on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm just trying to creep on your profile pictures and now I've accidentally watched your fucking story. Does it it tell you when you've watched? I don't know because I don't do stories on Facebook but everywhere else does tell you so I'm sure they know and they're probably like, why the fuck is Keegan from high school who has not talked to me, why am I doing it? Because I want to show my coworker what you look like now and now you know that I was snooping on your shit. Um. Pin I got big dick energy pin, on that. I don't give a fuck. This. I don't care. I didn't know that you could see oh, no. who's viewed your story. <gasps> no. Have you been watching people's stories? Oh, no. What do you mean you didn't know that? Anthony didn't know either. I had to I show him. Know. Oh, girl. I may have watched <gasps> I'll have to bleep, bleep that it. out. No, bleep it. Oh, my God. Okay, it's okay. It's no, okay. It's, okay. it's not. It's fine. He's never talking. It's fine. To me. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Oh no. Ever, ever. And there we go. That's that's the nail in the coffin. Oh, oh, no. oh there we go. Oh my God. Shame receipt. Totally. Anyways, <laughs> why am I such a fuck up? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all you know. Well, there you go. Um, she says she then passed it to everyone in my grade. Everyone made a huge deal about it because I was the first in my grade to lose my virginity. Oh, oh honey, I'm so oh. sorry. It was so embarrassing, and it only got worse. Oh. I got slut shamed so bad. Oh, honey, Fuck. that sounds terrible. That's awful. I've been there. It's awful so and especially at fucking 14 14, i wouldn't have recovered yeah yeah that's it's really really hard that's what i mean don't be friends with her i'm just kidding she's probably a lovely person now but even still yeah i would hold a little bit i would never forgive i would never forgive never forgive never forget never forget (laughs) never never surrender well it gets worse this girl told her mom (gasps) Who goes oh. to the same bar all the time with my uncle? No, small town. So her mom ratted me out to my uncle, who ratted me out to my dad. Oh no. my! I'd have been like, "It's a lie! It's a lie! I totally didn't. It was a lie." Good call, Cassie, because she said, "Of course I lied," and said she hates me so much she made it up. <laughs> Good yep. cover. Nice. That is good. Be like, oh, she's just making it up. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my god. Like, Don't tell bitch. fucking parents. There is there should be a, a code. There's a, there's a code. Yeah. There's a teenage code. And doesn't matter. How fucking you fucked talk. up shit gets. You don't fucking tell your parents. I don't, Everyone fuck knows if, I don't that. give a fuck if you're the Gilmore girls snitches and you're like Lorelai and Rory. You don't tell your mom that shit. Exactly. I don't care if you're best friends with your mom. Unless you're like going to meet somebody from the internet or something. No, then, okay, listen. You know, if you're doing something dangerous, yeah. tell, but that's not even her business. She's just gossiping on another girl. Yeah. That's yeah. some bullshit. That yeah, some bullshit. fucking snitches, man. Snitches, get and then she says, "Love your guys' podcast. I listen to it constantly at work." Well, thank you so much, thank, and thank you. you for sharing, oh dude. That is so 
crazy. But yeah, you carry that stuff. You still feel that that heat Gut, on your face when like there everybody is reaction, yeah. realizes I don't think that I was it's such ever, an invasion. I don't think I was ever more vulnerable emotionally than when I was probably like 13, 14, oh, sure. 15 was like my most vulnerable where it everything felt life ending. Right. Oh, probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably 12 through 15 was like everything felt fucking like the worst, the worst, the biggest deal right. that could be because high school is your entire or school, middle school, I guess is what it would have been at 12. But like, that's your whole world. Right. You know, like that's your whole world. And those people, you think that that's everything. And yeah. so when that happens to you, you're just like, yeah, my world is over. My yeah. life has ended. Everything's everything's over. done now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Everything's over. Um. Okay. You ready? Are you guys ready? I am ready. It's crazy enough. I've been it is binging like, like crazy, like, like murder stories for the past like three days. So. Oh Not God. a murder. <gasps> Shocking for me. I know. I'm Not a murder. Excited. Tell okay. me now. Okay. Hem. Let's hope we can get through this fast because I was taking notes all day and not keeping track of how many I had. So here we go. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I love that part of it's on a post-it, part of it's on your phone. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, so I remember when this happened and okay. it was kind of like a big deal. It kind of like I saw things pop up on my Facebook kind of like in passing and then I hadn't heard anything about it. And then through the, you know, lost week that is between yes. Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Oxygen was just doing like the most with like every crime documentary you could want to watch. And so this was on and I was just like, yes, going to look more into that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. Yes. So on June 5th, 2015. Ooh, close. Yeah, not that far away. Two inmates from the Clinton Correctional Facility in uh, Danamora, New York, (gasps) escape. They, I I know what this they is. They Shawshank that shit. Yes. They escape oh, right escape. the fuck. Escape. Out. Oh my god, that's another blast from the past. Yeah, escape. Oh, escape. So yeah, they do. They escape and it is bananas. Like people are like, how did this happen? Because they really consider this prison to be like, like escape high. proof. Like yep. they called it Little Siberia because it was kind of like it, they showed video of this town and it's like an average looking town where there's just like a giant wall yep. surrounding this enormous maximum so security prison. walls can't keep people in or out. <laughs> Interesting take there, Cassie. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> we will yep. uh, put a pin in that. Yeah. For so now. Moving on. So moving on. on. Um, but yeah, so it had like hot take, spicy. So there's like a big <laughs> wall surrounding this maximum security prison. And then on the other sides of it, there's like the, the town on one side. And on the other side, it's like forest. Uh-huh. So they're like, nobody's getting out of this thing. They would make jokes. They said that like, you only get out of uh, Clinton Correctional if you die. Like you have to like kill yourself essentially like to get oh, out of that Jesus. place. Like you're not okay. getting out. Um. So, there's this woman, and her name is Joyce Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Joyce Mitchell is a very plain, average-looking woman, a Mm -hmm. middle-aged mother, um, wife and mother. She's a seamstress. She'd had a job as a seamstress before, and then the company she worked for closed down. So, a big economy of this town, obviously, is the prison. So, 
she went to work in the prison and she became an instructor an instructor in the tailor shop there. So the prisoners would make clothes, blankets, all kinds of other things. So she became an instructor there, mm-hmm. working very closely with the prisoners. There's a man who starts working there named David Sweat. And David Sweat actually becomes like a prison supervisor. So she's the supervisor and he is like the inmate supervisor. And Hmm. they start working very closely together. So closely, in fact, that the other inmates would comment on her being very hands-on, kind of like getting in your personal space Hmm. and that they said that she like liked the attention she got from the inmates and they kind of like uh. joked around that uh, David was uh, or that Joyce was David's girlfriend because oh. they spent so much time like I mean just like honestly like because I I, I know the story so I've seen mm-hmm. seen pictures of her and everything and as somebody that has had my own struggles with self-esteem and I feel like everyone gets we all want to be attractive. Right. We want to be liked. We all want to feel special. We all want to feel desired, right. desirable. And people like her are extremely easy targets yes. for people that are and trained the- to basically find those weaknesses. Right. And, right. and listen, like I didn't like the documentary I watched really took a lot of the um, responsibility off of her because of that. They're like, these two guys targeted her and Obviously. they did all this. And and clearly that that is true. And right. it does open the bigger conversations. Why I wanted to do this one, because that is what it is. It's like when someone's giving you that kind of attention, like you will do things that you don't think you're going to do. You However, would normally do. Right. I don't want to take the responsibility off of her because Correct. listen. You right. listen, you're working at a prison. You're an you're adult. You're working with prisoners. Right. You got to know that. Set boundaries. Like, set boundaries and also, God, that's so hard though. It, it's so hard because yes. Hard because yeah, looking of at course, her, I'm like. We'll post pictures mm, to our social media so you can see. Mm, but mm, it's mm, very clear to me that she was someone who needed this kind of attention and right. probably didn't get it very much. Because right. we do. We, we all we mm-hmm. all need to feel that mm-hmm. way. And, and they, so you and they get a taste of it. It just, mm-hmm. it makes you do really dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah. But let's talk about David Sweat, who yep. is this inmate, who I think is considerably younger than her. He's like in his early-ish 30s or maybe mid-30s. Um, and I think she is in her... 50s possibly or her like late 40s Mm -hmm. so 13 years earlier before this point david sweat along with two accomplices robbed a firearms and fireworks store which i'm like firearms and fireworks that sounds like the best place ever (laughs) right sounds like a bitching good time yeah um, (laughs) yeah you guys someone's someone's getting hurt after you leave (laughs) so he robbed so many lost fingers so many He robbed a firearms and fireworks store in Great Bend, Pennsylvania. When, <laughs> right? I when, can't fucking make fun. My cousin like robbed a Kmart, so you know. I, what I've I mean. definitely had relatives who have robbed convenience stores. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, Cassie. Cassie yeah. looks horrified. Up, no, I'm no? horrified about my own family. Put yeah. a fucking strong pin in that. Yeah, no shit. We come from good breeding on yes. this podcast. Good yeah. stock. Good stock. Good stock. Um, so. After they rob the firearms fireworks store, Sweat and his accomplices are going through their loot at a local park and a police officer just on a regular patrol rolls up. You're going to need to stop laughing right now. (laughs) 
They're just like, look at all this cool shit we got. And he's no, like, but for real, could this have been more of like a young, dumb guy yeah. thing to do? Like rob a fireworks store and then go to a park and be like, look at all our stuff. I yeah. Know. So it's stupid. But anyway, okay. So this police officer rolls up and he's just on a regular patrol. It's not like he knew they were there. He was looking for them. He's right. just like, that looks suspicious. Group of young men right. in a park. So mm-hmm. he rolls up. He ex- exits his car just to check it out. Uh-oh. And as soon as he walks in front <gasps> of his vehicle, sweat opens fire on the police officer. Oh, come on. But, I mean, honestly, he wasn't even quite a threat to you at this point. Like he wasn't, he hadn't advanced on you. No. Um, so he shoots him in the chest. He's not dead. He falls to the ground. David Sweat gets in his police vehicle, (gasps) gets in the the car. Holy shit. Runs him over. (gasps) Oh my God. In his own police car. Um, dragging him through the parking lot. He's still not dead at this point. (gasps) And one of the accomplices shoots him, uh, Three times in the head. Oh, oh my. So this is who we're dealing with. I'm going to bring up their crimes because oh, I think it's important God. to remember. Like He's a fucking criminal. He's he a criminal. And also legit. this is who she was dealing with, though, where I'm yeah. like, you should have known better than to have like gotten involved with these people. Like, no shit. You know? So. Yeah. That's um, a level of despicable. Like you, horrifying. you don't come back from your, right. your decision making process is so fucking flawed at right that point and i'm like you think that that's okay to get yeah agree 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 so um he pleads guilty to first degree murder and is sentenced to life without parole at clinton correctional in 2013 uh yeah joyce is working as the uh, inmate instructor. Lady. yeah mm-hmm. da, 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 da. So sometimes the other inmates would notice Joyce and because they interviewed one of the other inmates in this documentary that I watched and Joyce and David would go into the back for spare parts, quote unquote, and come back with nothing. And so everyone kind of assumed that they were having sex at that time. Now they're doing it. They're doing it. (laughs) Now, both Joyce and David deny that they ever had any kind of like physical relationship in that way. Like oh, it was more, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, um, exactly. Although I am a little surprised because there are two stories when you watch this documentary, you get her story and she always, of course, tries to make herself look as innocent as possible. Right. But then they also intercut it with his police interview. And of course, two sides take each one for a grain of salt. I believe him more than I believe her because yeah. He's going to jail forever anyway. Yeah. You know, she has a lot more to she lose. She has everything to lose. Yeah. So um I when when he says that they didn't have a physical relationship, I I oh. buy it a little bit more. Sure. Um, but there was definitely very intense flirting going on. She definitely highly infatuated with him at this point. Mm-hmm. So there were so many rumors swirling around about the two of them that they actually had an internal investigation at the at the um, prison to see what was going on. Yeah. And they decided that there was nothing, there had been no like sexual contact between them is, was the result of the investigation, but they told her to stop being so friendly with him. Like they were like, you need to, right. you're being boundaries. too friendly. Boundaries. Yeah. You need to set boundaries. Right. So around this time, another prisoner named Richard Matt landed a job at the tailor shop. And by the way, I should say the tailor shop was like the coveted job that you wanted because it was like safe. People usually enjoyed doing it. Um, 
pre-chill. Yeah, it was pre-chill, pre-chill. So it's the job that you wanted to have. Right. So he gets a job there too. He is also a violent criminal. He actually um, got fired by an employer. This guy was like in his 70s, goes to the employer's house because the employer always always joked about having like money or like it made some jokes that everyone around him like knew were jokes. But Richard Matt was like, oh no, my employer's got like gold buried under his house or something crazy oh no and so he went like this like 70 something year old man beat the shit out of him and was basically like it's your money or your life you have to like give me your money and he's like well i don't have any so he puts this old man in his trunk with another man like um and they drive for 30 hours with this old guy in their trunk they break his fingers (gasps) he doesn't have anything to give them so in the end they end up killing him they cut up his body with a hat or he sorry richard matt cuts up his body with a hacksaw and dumps it in the niagara river so these are who we're dealing with these two men oh my god upstanding citizens so this guy was sentenced to 25 years to life at clinton correctional so i mean seems like it should have been life like the other guy you yeah. did cut someone up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he ends up occupying an adjoining cell with David Sweat and they become kind of like really good friends. Their partnership is almost described as like a um, folly ado. Yep. Like mm. s- a situation where they're capable of doing things together that they probably would not have planned a- on like by themselves. Right. Yeah. So in the meantime, um, the relationship between Joyce and David becomes so troubling that David is removed from the tailor shop and it like cuts off communication with Joyce. This is kind of the catalyst for David because he just lost his good cushy job mm-hmm. at the tailor shop, um, which he does receive a very small income where he could like get things at the commissary and things like that. Right. And he's placed into a worse job that he doesn't enjoy, you know, doesn't pay as well, whatever. And this is what makes him say like, fuck this I want to get out of here like I want to escape so um, Richard Matt begins asking Joyce to bring things in for David She he plays on her sympathy he's like she he, you know he's down about losing his job he doesn't right. have money to get things from the commissary so she starts bending the rules doing things that she shouldn't do like breaking uh, breaking baking them like t- uh, goods cookies, breads, things like that, you know, to give to David because she's still super like smitten. Still, still curious how she's getting shit in. If she's sneaking stuff in, like they're really fucking tight. Well, it seems like I'm not sure how she got the baked goods in. Maybe that was something that she was kind of like allowed to do, maybe to bring to the other correctional officers and then like mm. was able to smuggle those in. But we'll get to that in a little bit of the of the other things. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, they quickly learn that she's willing to bend the rules for them and they can play on that. So they start like building up, you know, more and more things and they decide to like, they're going to recruit Joyce to help them escape because they know that they cannot get out without her help. Right. Hmm. So Matt starts trying to uh, seduce Joyce and she says that Richard Matt gives her that tingly feeling, which I almost brought up when you were talking about butterflies mm-hmm. because in this documentary, they call it um, limerence, which is something that I'd never heard of before. It's a word. Ooh. It's limerence. It's like uh, when you have that tingly feeling, those butterflies. And the criminologist kind of talks about how for Joyce, how that could be a very compelling thing, because when you're in your 50s, you've been married for yeah. 20 years. You don't get that feeling anymore. So like yeah, when I you mean, get it, 
I told you, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been on however many fucking dates this year, mm-hmm. way too many, or the last year, and yeah. did not feel that. Yeah, yeah, so, and it, yeah. it makes her feel special, like when, yeah. especially if you haven't felt it in a long time. Like it doesn't even really matter, like how good your relationship is. That feeling is that's the reason why people say they're like addicted to love or new relationships is because they're always trying to chase that. Like high, like right. that feeling that you yeah. have in the beginning of a relationship when you have that like tingly feeling. Yeah. Um, so in the months leading up to the escape, Joyce undergoes a lot of like physical changes that her um that her fellow workers, correctional officers yeah. notice. She starts dressing better, taking more care of herself, wearing makeup and and things like that. I should also point out right now that her husband, Lyle, is a corrections officer. Uh- in the prison uh, oh. as well. Ooh, so they so both work at the prison. Definitely heard the rumors right. and stuff. You would think that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because there was an internal investigation. But, yeah, I'm sure but, someone was like, hey, dude. But wife. the entire time, though, he's like, but she's so kind. I think he just thought that she was like really nice. Oh, gotcha. You know? Yeah. Oh. And it's like, love is blind. Yeah. Mm. So Joyce then begins a sexual relationship with Richard Matt. She Ooh. claims that their first sexual interaction was not consensual. Uh. She claims that it was due to she was having a depression and having tough times in her marriage. She was unhappy in her marriage. Uh, but she also admitted that she liked the attention. Like she liked being yeah. desired. So they right. had several other sexual encounters that in this interview that I saw her in, she was much more timid because they also like showed you what she said to like what she testified Mm -hmm. and she was much more forthcoming about testify when she testified that they there had been a lot of sexual contact between Mm -hmm. the two of them so um she then begins communicating richard matt like gets her to start communicating with um his daughter who he'd not really met or spent a lot of time with and that's strictly like forbidden within yeah. like you're not allowed to contact inmates family, family right yeah. yeah of course um so they start asking her like little by little to start doing like bigger and bigger things eventually asking for hacksaw blades which <sighs> here's the thing joyce um, honey <laughs> sweetie here okay Does, didn't she claim to to not like not really know like How what they wanted to not to use them for and what it's the like fuck else are you gonna what, use with that <laughs> like you're either using it to break out or you're using it to or hurt using someone it as a weapon exactly yeah, so it. well they're building the house them. they were building a house inside their cell yeah yes. they, yeah yeah they were building gingerbread houses it was all very innocent <laughs> all very innocent but i'm yeah. like dude what? these guys are master manipulators manipulators though yeah. because that is it's the the wow. fucking boiling frog Yep. You know what I mean? Right. You it's just like one more little thing. Like one more little thing. Turn just up the heat. Bend the rules a little bit more. But at that point, to me, that's the turning point. Like contacting the daughter, I could see how she could justify that. Like, right. oh, the daughter deserves to have a relationship with her dad. I could see how she could right. do all of that. But, but once it gets to like, blades, there's like, where yeah, the line fucking is. No. Yeah. yeah. Fucking no. There's where the fucking line is. Yeah. So she did this by, um, <laughs> so she ends up buying four full-size hack blades and she breaks them into two and how she gets them in is she pushes them into ground beef like into the middle of the ground beef and then freezes it and then she matt like richard matt tells her to give them to another corrections officer named eugene palmer and he'll take the meat and give it to the prisoners now 
Eugene Palmer claims that he didn't know that there were hacksaws in the meat, but it's also like, well, then why were you giving them meat? Who? Mm. Why who? Were they meat? Why did they Wait, make meat? hold on. I hold on. Meat. Question. Exactly. I was like, what do prisoners do with raw hamburger? Yeah, why would they need raw hamburger? They don't hamburger? have fucking George Foreman's up road. Frozen raw. Do they? Do they have George Foreman's? No they can make themselves hamburgers? No way. No. So it remains very unclear, like, clearly to me. I'm like, he fucking knew. But he... Yeah, he was getting some money or something on the side. He yeah, remains man. that, like, he didn't know. And, like, everyone inside the prison is like... They think that he's like a real good stand-up guy, but he did have this thing where he he liked to be like one of the guys with the prisoners. Mm-hmm. Like he liked to be like buddy buddy. He wanted them to like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you know what? I can see that, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's but these people shouldn't be working in a, a prison. Like to be like crazy and love thing. But that's the thing is that these fucking mega prisons are in small towns yeah, everywhere where true. people Normal are fucking people. invisible, and Joyce yeah. is the most no small one town. sees them. She's exactly. her and her husband, Joyce and Lyle, are the most small town like Aww. you've seen. Like they fucking grow up there, they go to high school there, they fucking watch and TV truly, there, like, and no one sees them, and they're fucking invisible. Yeah. until a predator comes yeah. and knows yeah. how to Spies fucking pick them. them apart. And I think for Joyce, oh, I would ar- I mean, I would guess that it's possible to me that her husband is only like the second person she's ever been with because she right. was she was married before that, and. That was like a high school sweetheart. They'd been together since they were like 14. They got married very, very young. And then it it actually overlapped where she cheated on her first husband with Lyle and then got with Lyle right away. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's very likely that that's all she'd known really. And maybe she's having a bit of a midlife crisis here. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, But Eugene Palmer, who was the corrections officer who smuggled in the stuff, he eventually pled guilty to a felony and two misdemeanors for his role in the in the breakout. Never admitted to knowing what was in there, but pled guilty to those. So using the blades, both Sweat and Matt begin carving holes in the walls of their cell. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Sweat would send messages through Matt for whatever additional tools they needed. Joyce would respond via letter that same day, telling him that she would provide whatever he asked for and and the day she would provide it. Mm -hmm. So eventually, Sweat asks Matt to ask uh, Joyce for nude photos. (gasps) Oh! She agrees. No. Oh, honey. She takes nude no. photos oh, and gives no. them to them. No. Which oh, honey. Is like, oh, honey. Oh, honey on so many levels because it's Ugh. like, now you've given them, yes. you have zero plausible deniability yep. now. Yeah. Like, yep. you've yeah. given them blackmail material, not oh. only for the prison, but your husband works oh, there. Right. Like, it, it, clearly she wasn't oh, thinking honey. at all. Um. So... Finally, Matt tells Joyce that he loves her. And Joyce claims that she tells Matt that she loves her husband and walks away. And then she claims that Matt threatens her husband's life and says, like, when we get out of this prison, because at this point she knows they're trying to escape. And when we get out of this prison, um, I'm going to come throw your husband off a cliff because I love you so much. Like, that's what what her story. Cliff, first of all. Right. You're that, in the middle of fucking You're in New York. US. Calm down. Like, there's no um, you're like in throw. upstate. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. So like that's her her story. Like that's what she claims happened, which I have a hard time believing because I'm like, yeah. you've done all this shit for exactly. him and he tells you he loves you. Yeah. And you're like, no. And you've been thank sleeping you. with him and yeah. And you're dolling yourself up for him and like providing, going yeah. through all this like 
dangerous shit for him and you you're just like you put hacksaws in raw beef yeah and you're like I I don't love you I love my husband like bullshit Mm. exactly but the survey says survey says survey says sweat says that (laughs) it was actually Joyce who wanted her husband gone and she would call him this is what he's this is why I believe him because he's got this sounds more plausible yeah Yeah, she says that he would uh, he says that she would call her husband the glitch, saying, like, you got to get rid of the glitch. Like, you know. Oh, shit. And he says. Well, I mean, who among us <laughs> in a long-term like, relationship <laughs> hasn't wanted someone to kill no. their husband? As I raise my hand really I know. Wildly. I was just going to say. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's, that's fucking, that's that's love. No. no. Wanting to throttle them slowly no he, um he says that she wanted to kill him in the facility like she says that or he says that she wanted sweat and matt to kill her husband before they break out of the facility like while they're still in the facility and then like escape escape so her family her family does not believe this like her son doesn't yeah. believe it her husband doesn't believe it um she did say that she they're still together Oh no! Yeah. Oh, oh no! We'll, we'll get to that. No. Oh, oh, we will get there. I look these people up. We oh, will get there. Shit! So I didn't. I didn't do the deep dive, so I didn't know her girl, husband wasn't like deuces. We will get there, but she does admit that she complained about him a lot to Sweat and Matt, and that she was unhappy in her marriage. And she tells not only them that, but she admits that to investigators afterwards. Oh, so, Joyce. She ends up providing Matt oh, and Sweat with not only hacksaw blades, but also Patricia Arquette played her in a Showtime <gasps> movie. <gasps> There's a Showtime movie. Oh yeah, I watched this. the trailer for it, and man, they they uglied Patricia Arquette up. Cut all this out, but yes, right, yeah. Um, so Joyce ends up providing Matt and Sweat with not only hacksaw blades, but also a tape measure, glasses with LED light. A chisel, uh, work gloves, and a U.S. atlas. And were these did, also in raw beef? I don't know how she got this shit in there. <laughs> what was their explanation to her about what these were going to be used for? US no, I, yeah, think, at, I think by this point like, she knows. She had to have known. She had to have because uh, she... A fucking chisel? Well, by the time, like... By the time he says, when we break out of here, I'm going to murder your husband or whatever. Yeah. Like, she had she's to have like, known that there was an escape plot. I think oh, she right, knew at right, this right. point. Yeah. At this point, she's admitting to have to know, to knowing. But she, um, uh, Sweat claims that there was nothing that he requested that Joyce did not get for him. Like, if, if he requested something, she would yeah. get it. So, and these dude, boys are Sweat, not that Sweat managed to, like, lay that groundwork without having to uh, lay put any out. pipe. Yeah, so, yeah. Didn't lay well any, done. Didn't lay any well pipe. Done. He put Matt Master. in there to do the yeah, Matt, heavy Matt lifting. Had to do- <laughs> and look you know at Matt. I mean? Poor Matt. Yep, yep. Hey, play he your part. He angry too. He's play like, your part. Yeah, right. man. So Sweat says that Joyce thought that she would escape with them and that was the plan. Um, and Joyce testifies that she was caught up in the fantasy of a different life. Which I, I see it. Like, I'm, yeah. I see all of that. I, as, uh, we, you know, we had Therapy Corner earlier this this episode because we all made it through the holidays and stuff like that. We all have our own escape fantasies yeah. where it is easy to get 
lost in like, what if everything was different and, and I can just run away? At this point, it really does seem like she is living in a movie. Like yeah. she's living yeah. in the most, and I could well, see she is. it. She's being, living in a Showtime movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Where I, she's played by Patricia Arquette. Yeah, yeah, I could see exactly. it being so like attractive and exciting to you. If you live a very mundane, day to day, every day is the same, yeah. kind of boring life. I mean, how many movies have been written about that? Where it's just right. like yeah. this, this, you know, person has the opportunity to like do something exciting with right. your boring, mundane life. Yeah. Um, you know, fucking fatal attraction. He cheated on his wife with Glenn Close. He ate and bitches spaghetti. He ate bitches mm. spaghetti and <laughs> Joyce, Joyce decided to help with an escape plan. Yeah. Okay. So on the night of the escape, Joyce was supposed to meet Matt and Sweat at a manhole cover with her car. And she was tasked with bringing them clothes, a mm-hmm. tent, and a shotgun. This is what they recommended. Yeah. And she says, well, I never intended on bringing them the shotgun. Like, she was never going to do that. Um, so on, the fi- on June 5th, 2015, Matt tells Joyce that the breakout is on for that night. And she kind of tries to, like, wiggle her way out of it, being like, oh, I don't have the money together yet. Like, I'm not. And he's like, uh, if you have enough money for two tanks of gas, you have enough. We'll see you at the pothole at midnight. And um and he's like, okay. So at 3.30, Joyce leaves the prison with her husband, Lyle. He says that he doesn't notice anything odd about her behavior at this point. She seems very normal. They go and get dinner like normal and everything's fine. Poor then, Lyle. Well, you, I'm saying, Lyle, I'm like, I, I don't mean to be, and this is a fucking generalization of all generalizations, but there is no one that can keep a secret like a woman. That's true. I'm sorry. And I'm also- sorry. And especially like small town, I'm just like, there are so many, there's like a fucking Faulkner novel in that fucking relationship and- right there where oh. I'm just like, that woman can do circles around Lyle. Oh God. Bless your heart, Lyle. But like, but honestly, she'll hide what she wants to hide from you. <laughs> watch this Oxygen documentary because it is seriously like, Oh, Lyle. Like, oh. you weren't seeing anything because you weren't looking for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's all that they was. Don't. They don't. He's They're just simple li- creatures. Here's the thing. Bless their hearts. This man, especially about Lyle, though. Lyle doesn't even recognize when she changed her hair color. Yeah, he didn't realize right. that she got bangs. That's why and, and, I know. And, she and bought Lyle, a new outfit. Lyle could have been like, baby, you look really nice. Right. Lyle could have turned this whole fucking thing around if Lyle would have paid the fuck that, attention. That's the problem. Is like, that's Listen, the problem. Lyle. Is like, she. She was bored with her life. Yeah. Like, and Sweat even says it. She, he says, Lyle was a good guy most of the time, but he would do some dumbass shit. Like, at the prison on their anniversary, uh, Lyle brought her Burger King. I'm like, this is well, why, no. this is why Joyce wants something else. Okay. I'm, when I think of like a yes. small town marriage, bless, yes. bless her hearts. Yeah. My mom and and my dad. Lyle didn't even think. Lyle Joyce, didn't even think about anything. Like you know, whenever he was just like, yeah, it, you know, happy anniversary, honey, kiss on the cheek. Here's your, Here's Burger, your King. Burger King. You know what I mean? But oh. to Joyce, there had to have been nothing more like mundane or like to make you feel less excited about anything in right. your life. You have to step back and be like, this is what my life is. Like yep. this yeah. is my life. Yep. You know. And then these yep. two people step Burger in to try King and bring some excitement into your life. Yeah. You know. It's like. They didn't do. They honestly didn't have to do much. They didn't. They do don't barely anything. Men, 
copy a fucking movie. There are literally hundreds of fucking movies <laughs> out there like with a grand romantic gesture that you can do but for not your in the wife. offset situation. Yes, it, you can do for your, your wife. wife. Yes. Yes. On your anniversary, yes. take it fucking seriously. It's Agreed. like it means something to every single woman. And it does. if they say it doesn't, they're fucking lying to you. Yeah, and it doesn't That's even have true. to be a grand gesture. It just has to be a heartfelt gesture. Yeah. Thought yeah. About. A, a thoughtful, thought about a thoughtful gesture. Yeah. yeah. Um, so poor Lyle doesn't notice anything wrong with his wife when they leave the prison on <laughs> the 5th the of June mm. Mm. and and she I think is acting pretty cool calm and collected until she gets home and then I think anxiety starts to set in right Lyle walks in and he's just like hey what's wrong with your face because oh he does lo- notice that she has a face because she <laughs> ends up having like she said like her heart was started beating out of her her chest and uh-huh. she had like a full on panic attack. That was Ooh. bad enough that he had to take her to the hospital <gasps> that night. Yeah, I buy that. Hives. Yeah. She was like because she this. knew that shit was about to go down. Right. Like she knew that shit was about to go down and at that point everything that was fantasy to you is about to come crashing into yeah. reality. Like yeah. here it comes. I also think part of it was also if she's at the hospital that night, she has a real legitimate reason Out. to not be at the at the manhole cover to get them. Yep. So after the 11 p.m. bed check, Matt and Sweat leave dummies in their beds made from clothes uh, from the laundry and they sneak out through the holes they'd created and they like... They've got seven hours until the next bed check and they shimmy up this pipe and like Sweat is like a thin man. Um, Matt is not as thin. So Mm -hmm. Sweat like shimmies up first and then he like throws the like sheet down and pulls Matt through like through the pipe. Um, Sweat also or Matt also left two notes. One reads, you left me no choice but to grow old and die in here. I had to do something. So they get out and then Sweat leaves a sticky note that says, have a nice day on the back of the manhole cover. <laughs> so if they go through oh. the same way, that's what they'll see. Um, when they get to the manhole, they realize Joyce isn't there and they start to like panic a little bit. You're in the middle of the street, only like in prison. How far away some, from that prison? Yeah, like you're not right. very far away. So right. they go bolting. They run through some guy's backyard and he like yells at them and they have to like, you know, make up an excuse. They're panicking right now because they did not. They fully expected. Joyce had done everything yeah, they right. asked her to do yeah. up until this point. They fully expected her to be there and she wasn't there. So they go on the run on foot, like through oh. the woods it didn't really take very long for police to kind of zero in on Joyce. Uh, first of all, she didn't go to work the next day because she was coming home from the hospital. And that's the first people they looked at. They right. examined. <laughs> yeah. The first people they examined were the people who weren't there. Then they noticed. And she the had the fucking report. Investigation yeah. between yeah. her and Sweat. And then the final straw was when they were talking to the family. They talked to the daughter of um, Richard Matt. And he says, well, I had some communication with my dad. He had sent some like someone here. She had been communicating with her dad through Joyce. Wow. And so they gave she gave um, the police. It said in her phone, like Joyce Clinton Correctional. Right. And she gave the police Joyce's phone number. Oh, so my God. They uh, they went and uh, arrested Joyce. At this point, there's hundreds of law enforcement in this town. Can you imagine living in this town where there's two violent murderers who have escaped from prison and you're in this small town? I mean, legitimately like 
mega violent. Yeah, mega, mega yeah. violent human beings. Right. Um, murderers. Murderers, yeah. yeah. Who obviously, like, I mean, everyone has a fight or flight instinct or whatever, but their fight instinct is such Heightened. that it's... Just, yeah. Yeah. It was unnecessary, like, right. violence. Yeah. Yeah. So a week after the escape, Joyce is arrested. Nine days after the escape, Matt and Sweat are still on the run. The town is in like absolute fear. They show like clips of like people are walking around with their guns. Like they're terrified. This woman's like, I just locked my doors. Typical small town. She's like, I just locked my doors for the first time in 30 years. You know, I'm like, also, I mean, don't fucking tell people that. Also, also like, I'm sorry, but it's like, 2015 you I'm live like, in a prison town you my live in doors a, would always be locked yeah I'm like dude they've been locked since the 80s in the Johnny Gosh yeah, case what you like, doing like, what are you doing lock your doors always even lock if you are in a small door. town yes. like come on read a Truman Capote book and fucking take care of yourself Jesus Christ Jesus. right <laughs> my god we've all read in cold blood get it together get it together this isn't a fucking normal Rockwell painting yeah. this is no. real fucking life lock no, your there's doors there's not many Norman always, Rockwell paintings that always, take place always, in prison always. towns <laughs> yes. yeah that's a Stephen King novel that yeah. takes place in a prison town yeah. no shit um, so Joyce meanwhile begins attending her court dates and she details her involvement uh, and all of that begins leaking out she admits to everything the press is going bananas like uh, I remember yeah. when this happened Dude, yeah me too they that's called why I her, was like I knew <laughs> they called her and this is like fucked up but like they called her the um it was like Shawskank. <gasps> oh it's really fucked up but i remember that i remember oh, being all over my facebook I didn't see that yeah it's fucked up it's not it's not okay that's not okay it's not okay so to to make it sweat and matt are because at this time there are tons of like hunting cabins that are not being used sure so they are just living it up they're going from hunting cabin to hunting cabin they've stolen like food they've stolen weapons they're drinking beer they're having a grand old time and then they get eaten by a bear <laughs> the end but their <laughs> relationship be begins to sour because where sweat is like younger and he's like I'm getting to freedom. He's like, well, they don't have to stay north. together. Why do they have to stay together? Because that was their plan from the beginning was like to stay yeah. together. And then Matt is like Plans talking change. about like, they're never going to take me alive. And like his, his talk was starting to get really aggravate. Um, sweat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So their relationship starts to sour. 17 well, days. From what I remember, sweat is like the smarter one. Of the two. I think right? I think Richard Matt is more like brute force. Yeah. And Sweat is smarter. Yeah. 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 Where he's just like, this fucking idiot's going to get me. Yeah, caught. exactly. Yeah. Like Matt was um, manipulative. Like that was his, <laughs> that was Matt's like charm was that like he, or his skill was that he could manipulate anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really do you any good in the middle of the woods. <laughs> just right. The two right. Of you. Yeah. So 17 days after their escape, Law officials find evidence in one of the cabins and they begin kind of like closing in at this point. Mm-hmm. They got they got sloppy. They started yeah. leaving yep. shit around. 18 days in, they're being pursued or something's happening and Matt cannot keep up because he's older, he's bigger. So Sweat's like, you know what? I kept my I kept yeah. my end of the bargain by getting you out. Deuces, you're on your own. And he takes off and leaves Matt alone in the woods. And Matt is helpless by himself. He cannot do anything by himself. Mm-hmm. And this fucking sorry dummy. This fucking yeah, sorry about you. This dummy 
shoots a, his gun. I think he had a drinking problem. He was drinking quite a bit. He shoots his gun at a trailer and then shoots it again for some reason. They get notified that shots were fired, so they close in. Jesus. One of the police officers sees Matt like laying down with a gun pointed at him. So police officers bye. like bye yeah. and which shoots. was probably all his plan all along yeah shoots and yeah Suicide yeah he didn't want to be taken back yeah in so yeah and that's what joyce says she finds out the news in prison and she's like i knew that that's how that was gonna Wait, end why does she still got her job at the prison no no no, no. She's, she's in, in prison, prison. Oh, like yeah in she's, it she's sorry. been arrested excuse me Wait, um, you keep your job that way <laughs> So two days after Matt is killed, Sweat is found three miles from the Canadian border. And he is like, oh, I'm a book it, which I'm like, you thought you were going to run three miles, three miles to free. Honey, I mean, that's close, but it's not that close. So Joyce pleads, pleads guilty to two charges, a felony charge of promoting prison contraband and a misdemeanor of criminal f- facilitation in the fourth degree. On September 28th, 2015, she's sentenced to seven years in prison. Uh and they, she seemed to have genuine remorse. Like, she seemed to be really upset about the things she'd done. But the judge, and the judge said that, but the judge was like, hey, New York State incurred over $23 million in overtime costs alone hunting them down. So, sorry about you. We got to put you in jail for at least seven years. Yeah. 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 Um, David Sweat is back in prison serving his life sentence with an additional, and this was suspect to me, with an additional three and a half to seven years for the escape. I'm like, he got less or the same as Joyce for actually escaping? Right. But I mean, well, the only but thing he, he did have, was He escape. wouldn't have been able to if not for her facilitation. I mean, absolutely. But like, he went on the run. Yeah. They were searching for him, though. Like, right. Yeah. And like, he should have gotten at least the same as her. And they're like, three Honest, and a half to seven. Honestly, like seven years for her, I'm like, they're... There are times where I'm like, our justice system is fucked. It's so unfair and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that seems, that fair. seems fair. No, I, I think seven years that. is seven fair. Years, I like, think seven years fair. is fair. Like you, you incurred $23 million <laughs> yeah. in, I'm like, fees, lady. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. So Joyce has been denied parole twice mm-hmm. and will be again eligible for parole in June of 2019. Her husband stands by her side, as do as does her son, who fully says that she's a one hundred percent victim in this situation. Uh, well, okay. you can be a victim and also be fucking one hundred percent guilty of what the fuck you she, did. She, I, she you're got the right. She, she got, got the right yeah. up, and this is why this is such a fucking phenomenal, crazy in love story. So well done thank you well done (laughs) because it's such a really interesting story caught my radar when it came out Mm -hmm. and stuff too where i was just like that's really sad because i understand that that level all want to be seen and we all want to be like desired and everything and i get how you can get get it to a point i get it to a point and i feel like she crossed that line i feel like as soon as you brought in those hacksaws everything up until that honestly uh, everything up until that known like you have to have a level of honesty with yourself and awareness and and awareness Mm -hmm. and And that's what i think a lot of people don't have is just that exactly awareness self-awareness like where it's like, okay, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like, you can get to a point where maybe you can lie to yourself enough to a point. Well, but then I when mean, they start, you know what honestly, I mean? And then you're like, okay, they're just using me to get out of here. Right. Come I on. mean, honestly, right. everything up until that point, I could completely 
like even though she was totes hardcore breaking the law well, like she you cannot like, fuck inmates like what are you doing right but hi. of everything up until that point i could give her a slide on because i'm like well, i get like, it maybe maybe it's because they're so hard up here and they don't get females and it's like they she could get lost in the fantasy a little bit but when they start asking for escape tools it's like she knew enough yeah. and she knew in her fucking heart and that's the reason why she had that panic attack yeah. when it was finally going to go down is because she fucking knew she's like okay this is well, and legitimately like and she knew she was going to get caught and you know what she they knew she was going to get caught you know what yeah. they did too so even if you don't think they're going to escape what do you think they're going to do with a chisel and a hacksaw right. they're violent criminals right in a prison bare minimum you're responsible for getting someone else hurt right yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so there is where she loses me and me too it is a it is a fascinating story because i do understand yeah. like getting you look at this Wrapped woman up. and you're like she just wanted her life rattled like she yeah. needed yeah. she just needed something. attention yeah and you do get wrapped up in this fantasy even if you don't really think it's going to happen this idea that oh my gosh how exciting would it be to go on the run and like get to spend you know my life with this person ladies like, and gentlemen pay attention to your significant other for just Lyle once. honey just every once in a while i'm just saying one of the biggest arguments that i've had with another person was why it was important to spend time on a birthday. Oh my God. Wow. I, I have, I've I mean, had I that. still sometimes will go up to Chris just out of the blue and be like, you look really good. I like that outfit. You look nice today or yeah. whatever. Like what the fuck is wrong with that? That goes so far. It, it goes, goes so far. So just far. You make somebody feel so good in those little fucking gestures because people just want to be seen. They want to be important. She felt they invisible. They fucking matter. She felt invisible. Oh my God, it's that, um, did you guys ever watch 911? I've never There's seen There's an that. episode no. on 911 where she's like standing on this like um over over freeway over um overpass. Thank you overpass. Mm-hmm. And she's like on this sign and she's like I just want you to see me. And it's such it's so that moment. Yeah. It's yeah. This, yeah. Like, yeah. I think she felt completely invisible. And I'm not going to do what I feel like this documentary did a lot which was like give know, her an out give her an out because no. you're responsible for Absolutely. what you've done and you shouldn't have done this you put right. a lot of people yeah. in jeopardy yeah. you terrorized that poor town yeah. they yeah. were terrified you know and should have been because those people were fucking psychopaths yeah. Yeah. and they were manipulators and her punishment fits the crime she right. yeah. deserved seven years is what she deserved yeah. it you know yeah um, but yeah I, I that story Crazy. is so Z. bananas to me yes. there is a Showtime movie that I want to watch oh, yeah. Patricia Arquette dude, plays dude especially her. Patricia Arquette because Benito Benicio Del Toro what? plays Richard Matt. Yeah. And Paul Dano plays. Well, oh my as, God. Well, yeah. we're, Here's what we're doing right now. We're Play sweat. <laughs> All right. Let's hurry up and wrap this up. By the way, <laughs> like, un, unconnected thing. Every time you said sweat, I for know. some reason, <laughs> I was thinking R. Kelly. And it had to have been because I saw oh, today. I was Keith sweat. And it was it was on sweat. on my radar that the surviving R. Kelly oh, yeah. docu series yes. is out, and I yes. haven't oh. I hadn't seen it. I haven't and seen it's it yet supposedly either, but... fucking hamburgers. Oh. That man, mm. what is that? I don't even know about this, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole docu series on what a piece of shit R. Kelly well, is. Can't he, wait. He basically What's it like on? locked people, like he locked women in his oh. home. It was like a, a R. Kelly cult. We'll talk. We'll talk. Uh-oh. Oh my god, it's wait, insane. I didn't know there was I, a documentary though. Yeah. I know about like no, the crazy. it's like a docu series, not even a documentary. And 
I forget what, what it's on, but it's called Surviving R. Kelly. And I read some of the some of the craziest like things about it so far that have aired so far from that man the is such garbage. So, I, don't I don't know care why. how much like, I love ignition. Every time I you can't. said sweat, I was like, I don't know why I'm thinking of R. Kelly right now. But, but it was also be creepy when, in my head. when she was talking about them because she would call them Mr. Matt or Mr. Sweat like every time she talked uh, about them, which was very weird. Because I'm like, did you weird. call them? Did you call him Mr. Mr. Sweat when he or Mr. Matt when he was like? fucking you yeah. yeah that's so weird Great. Oh, that's weird lifetime oh <gasps> it's even on lifetime better. even better somebody wrote the first article that comes up is only two hours into surviving r kelly the conclusion is simple black girls deserve better oh no shit no shit womp, womp, womp. no shit um yeah okay so yeah so <laughs> so our easy wrap up which with is, that said we've got a website so you should go and check it out myworstdatepodcast.com yes it has so everything from, you need from there you can get to our patreon you can get to all of our social meds you can even shoot us a line on there we have a contact us page you can also get tickets to our live shows we have two shows coming up february 8th and 9th in north hollywood so if you're in LA local or anywhere nearby go there and you can get a, a direct link to our eventbrite page and we are still accepting stories for yes, that please, live please. show yes. so, well, we want very good ones for our live show so if you have a great one that you've been sitting on now well, is the I mean, time great is a relative term do you have just a fucking shit show of a date you gotta share it we will keep it anonymous if you if you'd like or we'll shout you out for being able to survive something so terrible so please write in all your fucking stories because you know uh as someone out here who's living them it makes me a feel better and b like we'll get to have fun and laugh together because misery loves company absolutely Mm -hmm. well thank you so much guys and we'll see you next time cheers Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. And we have the Mouse and Weens podcast. Come listen. We're a couple of sisters. It's great. <laughs> is this the Muppets? Yep. I'm a mom. I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a mom in San Diego with a bunch of kids. I'm single and alone because I'm an adult baby. Go ahead. Quick. She, she's in Hollywood. All right, listen awesome. to us. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Go. Give some seconds. <laughs> Life, love, and pubic hair people. Come take a listen. See you later. Bye. Bye. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.